0: Hello, welcome back to the Unplug. Plug. Where remember yesterday like it was today. I'm Crispy Kraut.
1: Hello, I'm Maestro. I'm cold. <laughs> Hello, I'm Matthews.
2: I'm the young one. I'm Jaywet. I'm, I'm just alien.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Everybody already knows I'm the old one. <laughs>
0: no, no way. I find that hard to believe. It's
3: not like <laughs> you said it every episode. Yeah, every other episode.
2: Did I? I don't remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you yeah,
3: know what basically. they say, memory's the
1: first thing to
0: go, and I don't remember what the second thing is.
2: <laughs> what? What'd you
1: say? I <laughs> see you don't even have to try, Halion. <laughs> so how's the weather for you guys? Well, my
0: knee hurts, so I think it's going to rain tomorrow.
1: I get it on my wrist. Oh, yeah. It was actually very, very warm today. I got quite liked
4: it. Mm. Oh. It's been on and off rainy, but it's not been a lot of pressure change, so my body's still fine, just occasionally gets wet.
0: Yeah. Uh, you want to talk about pressure change? I started eating prunes.
2: It always feels so nice and cold in the morning, but it's like, by midday, it's like it's too warm, so it's like you don't know how to dress. Like, do I leave the house with with something covered up so that I'm not cold? And then by you know lunchtime, I'm sweating. Or you know, always it, sweater, sweater constantly forever. I don't like sweater. I don't like oh. a sweater. Give me a hoodie.
4: Okay, hoodie works as well. Then you just like you can take the hoodie off and like throw it in a corner, mm-hmm. like in your car yep. or something. This is the Michigan way. I can tell you <laughs> that for certain.
0: <laughs> you don't tie it around your waist like it's the '90s. Um,
4: I, only, I used to do that. Um, only if you're going to
2: an amusement park. That. Yep. No, we did not tie ho- hoodies around our our waist. It was flannel long sleeve shirts. Thank you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs>
3: sorry. Okay. You
2: guys had hoodies?
3: They they don't make hoodies over there in Germany.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs>
3: they 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 do but there's an umlaut in there it's
1: hoodies <laughs> it, it's it, yeah it's it, it's hoodies good one
3: but yeah no Mich- michigan sop as far as the weather is concerned always bring a hoodie uh, from august to like april just have mm-hmm. a hoodie and or sweater and or light jacket because you're probably going to need it
4: yeah and no one blinks if you put it on like on your, in your chair,
2: it is considered standard. Yep. See, down here, we get about. See, there's what twelve months to the year. We get about seven and a half to eight months of summer, and then about three months of winter. And there's like a two-week transition between winter to spring. And summer to fall or summer to winter. That's about it. So it's just like hot as balls for most of the year and then cold and wet for a little bit and in you know, a small little in between. And that's it. But even our bad winters, you rarely even need a heavy, heavy coat. So.
0: What season is swamp pass? <laughs>
2: Ah, uh, we call that from May to September.
3: Mm. Yeah, that that tracks. Yeah,
2: August and July, you're just happy if you get a couple, a day or two that aren't highs in the in the upper nineties. Ugh! Yikes!
0: I don't envy that.
2: But it's been nice here. It's you know the the weather's cooled off. The leaves are falling. We've had a little bit of rain here and there, so it's not too dusty. I, was, I haven't had my AC on in like a month. It's been wonderful. You know what that means, though, right? Leaves are falling. Oh, yeah. It means I'm going to have to get out. Uh, but I'm going to have to get out in about, let's see, in about six weeks and start raking like a mm. uh, But At least I you're ha- using a rake, because this is the season Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. I just I have to wait because I got this giant humongous tree in the backyard, this giant white oak that just buries my entire backyard in leaves. So I have to wait until it's pretty much done before I go out and rake. Otherwise, there's no point.
4: So yeah. in Michigan, um, we have a lot of apple orchards. It's just our mm-hmm. thing. Um, we have what are known as tree shakers. These giant machines that just go up to the oh, tree and just start those. shaking. Yeah. yeah.
2: You could do that for your leaves. <laughs> just, like, make your tree bald. Not this tree. Uh, I'm afraid this tree is probably riddled with termites, and if I tried mm. that, it would probably destroy my house. Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> it would shake it. It yeah. would shake it, and it would snap its spine, and it would just carry it
2: off. Exactly. Like, yeah. this, is a, this is a big tree. Like, I don't know how big a round it is, but just looking at the diameter of it, Easily a good three, almost four feet in diameter. That's not bad. That's not but, bad. But yeah, we have those tree shakers down here too. They use them on the, uh, on the pecan plantations. Oh, Where They'll go up and they'll grab it and just shake and drop all the pecans out.
4: It always yes, looks terrifying <laughs> every time.
2: Yeah, I said pecan, but it is also acceptable in certain parts of the South to say pecan. Of course it but, is. but we always said pecan growing up. Is that some type of nut? Yeah. Yes. It makes a delicious pie.
0: Yes. I've, yes, I've, I've
2: heard of the
1: pie, yes.
0: Picken pie. <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah, speaking of uh, air conditioning, um, I had to take mine out of the window a couple weeks, or um, just a few days ago, because um, we had a lot of rain, um uh just about a week ago and I'm just like, I really hope it's not full of water. <laughs> Cause that's what the uh the one we use for downstairs. Uh we took it out of the window and it was just dripping with water. It's like, all right, we're gonna let this oh, sit fine. for a little while. Yeah. And that's that's the one we use for the summer where it's like, all right, we're gonna let that sit in the window for like the next five and a half months until it gets to like October, and then we're gonna take it out and then put it in the shed outside. Where it'll sit for the winter.
2: Oh, you, you northerners, how cute with your window units.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah, they're, they're cute little
3: things. Keeps it cool, though. Better than the Yes, swamp it list. does. Yes, yeah. I will happily yeah. agree with that.
2: See, they don't build them down here without central heating and air because you can live without the central heat, but you would die if you didn't have central AC. Oh,
4: I believe don't that. Don't you? Also, build those places to be meat lockers. Some of them. Okay. Heavy insulation. This bad boy can go down to 60 degrees Fahrenheit. It's,
2: it's really, yeah, it's just to keep the heat out. Yeah. I mean, we, you still got, all, of course, your older houses, the ones that were built pre-70s or so, that... Didn't have central heating and air, and some of those they, you know, they've modified. But if they don't, they'll go in and maybe put in a mini split, in, so that they don't have to run ducts and stuff. Uh, my grandparents' house didn't have air conditioning; it just had heat, but they had a, um, they had an attic fan, and so. You could open the windows, and they had the awnings over the old-fashioned, you know, awnings you'd see, like, in the 50s and 60s, the little metal ones over the windows. So you'd drop the top window down, and it would pull air in using that attic fan, so you'd just keep a breeze in the house. It was actually pretty okay. And then I think in the 80s, my my late 80s, my dad actually went in with my grandparents and actually helped them install central heating and air because it was just—they were old, and it was getting too hot.
4: Yeah, so— in terms of like how humans handle heat, it's actually just about not having static air. If air is moving around, you can survive well up into the 85s and be comfortable. But it's just having
1: that cross breeze that matters. Yep. And yet people think that moving air will make you sick.
0: Honestly, I think it's more the static air will make
4: you sick. No, no, no. There is a group of Koreans who believe that um a fan eats up oxygen in the room. Oh wow! Right, yeah. And that was a very big thing for them for a little bit. They've gotten better about it, but it was just like a collection of idiots thinking it. It's
1: yeah, and about that moving air will make us sick. That's a, like you you see that a lot in Germany. You know, really. If, if you go, if you got a cold, then people say, "Oh, you must have been in." We have a we have a word for it. It doesn't really translate in an in in an air current, and you got cold, and thus you got a cold. It's it's stupid, but
4: oh, I know what you're talking.
1: Yeah, it's it's widespread for some reason.
4: Uh, We have one where it's if you get all if you get rained on, you're going to get a cold.
1: That's the common thing.
4: Oh,
3: that's the common one here. Yeah. Yeah, and there there are times where that is true, where you get too cold. You you get see. if you get cold, then that's okay. If you're wet and cold, uh, that's not fun.
4: It is not... It's not fun, but it's not going to get you sick any more than anything else. It's It changes things a little bit, but it, the same way that like blowing more air on you, yes, would give you more germs in your face. But, yeah.
1: Your face is full of germs anyway.
4: <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs>
2: It's so full. Maybe yours. <laughs> you just got them German germs. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Germans? <laughs> what?
2: <laughs>
0: it's in the name Germ Germany. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> we got about 20% more than everybody else.
4: Uh, All right. So. Since this is the old man cast, and I am the resident young person, by I guess a couple years or something, um, I require old man help. Oh God! How mm-hmm. do you guys handle your um, uh, your organization stuff for holiday uh, decorations? Do you
1: have a system?
0: No, God, no! I don't even think about that shit. <laughs>
1: Since I don't own a house, that's not a concern of mine, since I don't decorate.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh.
2: Mine's simple. I have a plastic bin that sits under the bed in my guest bedroom. And come Thanksgiving, I pull it out. I'll put the tree together. I'll have the kids help me decorate it. And then I hang the four stockings. Well, yes, four stockings. Me, my two youngest kids, and, and Bobo. And that's it. Boom, I'm done. Okay. And that's just for Christmas. And then once it's Christmas is over, we undecorate the tree. I take it apart, it goes back in the box and it goes back under the bed and I'm done for the year.
4: Okay, so you're just a one and done then.
2: Yes, I'm not into this whole I'm going to make it look like a Hallmark store vomited over my house <laughs> every every different holiday. Uh, that's not my thing. I don't understand it. What a it. description. I don't get the concept of it. I know people who have to have storage buildings for all of their holiday decor. Like I don't get fuck. it. It makes no sense to me. It, 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 all right, you know what? I'm gonna go on an old man rant right here. Oh, oh, okay. here we go. Here we go. Yes, oh, yes, do it. When I was a kid, you didn't <laughs> you didn't go, you, you didn't <laughs> <Where are> <laughs>
1: Hang on, hang on, let him run. Back
2: in the 70s and early eighties, yes. You decorated for, for Halloween. You put out your jack-o'-lantern. Maybe you hung a couple of window clings of like a skeleton or a witch, something like that. But that was about it, right? You didn't have a fucking Halloween tree. You didn't have 13 uh, blow-up things in your front yard with a six-foot uh, skeleton that was animatronic, you know. And you certainly didn't start doing this in like late September. I, I do not get the concept, all right? I mean, I I see these people the last few years; these giant six foot tall skeletons. What do you do with that the rest of the year? You know, do you do you have a do you paying for a storage facility just to put that in? Is it taking up one of the parking spaces in your garage? I don't get it. Like we just, it
0: closet just fuck with them?
2: Like <laughs> when did it become such an obs- obsession that we have to just? blindly put all of this decor. Out. Okay. Christmas has always been different. People have always done with Christmas lights and stuff. I don't get that. It's not my thing, but whatever. But I just don't understand this, this constant need to like, we have stores year round that do nothing but sell you crap to decorate for whatever the next holiday is. And they keep selling it and people keep buying it. I don't understand it. It's too much. We We don't need all that. We don't need all of it. It's, it's wasteful. All right, I will get off my uh, my soapbox. Ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Yeah, Man,
0: I I I will say I hate that I'm already seeing Christmas decorations up right now.
3: Yeah, Walmart's a, Walmart's been selling them for almost a month. It,
0: it's not even Walmart. This is like Michael's, like craft stores and shit. Just like have them up, and then I'm just like guys, seriously, it's October. There's a few holidays in between there.
3: Now. Working retail, I understand why they get them in so early. The main reason is so that you have them so that if somebody wants to come in early and get them, great. And also, you don't want to get that kind of stuff a week before Christmas, because then you don't have time to set it up, and you have to figure out all the spacing issues with that. So I get why they do, like, they get that stuff in early. I get that. But... yes i do agree it is it is very annoying to see that and like okay it's not even the end of september people like i don't want to see christmas trees
2: yeah but they wouldn't put it out if people weren't buying it
1: exactly when i was a child you weren't able to buy gingerbread in september you can now buy it in august and i don't get it but on the other hand I kind of see the appeal of, fuck you, I'm an adult. If I want to eat gingerbread in August, I can now. But still, it's a Christmas thing, right? Why, why, why would you buy it before December?
3: Yeah, it's, it's mostly a Christmas thing. But you, honestly, here in America, you can get gingerbread or gingerbread mixes just about whenever you want. I mean, you might yeah. have to dig for it a little bit, but you can find it.
1: Now
2: you can here, too. <laughs> it didn't used to be that way. There is one holiday that I am perfectly, w- am, and would be perfectly okay being able to purchase six months before or even year-round, and that's Oktoberfest.
0: That makes sense. Okay. Is it I'm just because you that. want the beer? <laughs> no. Yes.
2: <laughs> it's that, that's the point of Oktoberfest, is to drink copious amounts of beer. Am I right? Uh...
1: And rolling, you know, vomit-stained grass hills. But you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: very specific. Yeah. but first it, the beer. It, yeah. it
1: it is a thing. Look it up.
0: Oh, I don't. I, I, I don't, don't doubt it.
1: Yeah, I do shame it. <laughs> <laughs> I reserve no. the right
4: to shame that stuff from someone who doesn't drink.
1: You, you can get better beer than Oktoberfest beer year-round so it's just an excuse to drink beer true. that's all i don't need an excuse to drink beer never have <laughs> just like <laughs> that's
2: like called waking america, up <laughs> like here yeah. in america we have taken and essentially blown up holidays to turn them into excuses to celebrate and party and drink like we make like us. I, from what i understand we make way of a bigger deal about st patrick's day than they do in ireland I will say this. We make less of a deal about
4: Cinco de Mayo. Do we now? Yes. Yeah. Cinco de Mayo's a big big thing. And the Day of the Dead, which we've more or less ignored. Yep. Yeah, I've seen that become I've seen that become less and
3: less relevant over the years.
4: Makes me so sad. They've got sweet face masks
2: and face paint stuff.
0: Oh no, it's a fucking awesome holiday, but Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, we've just kind of co opted the whole Sugar Skull thing and turned it into stuff that we can sell without celebrating what it comes from and the meaning
0: behind it. Yeah. hmm You mean to tell me Regentrify shit? That's surprising.
4: Mm, uh, I, I would argue that's true of literally every con- um, country. Like, have you seen Japan's uh, Christmas thing? I have not. Oh, uh, they eat KFC. Yes, as a celebration, Christmas celebration,
2: you and have to order we... it
4: months in mm-hmm. advance
2: in order yes. to have it on Christmas. It is a huge cultural thing. Yeah.
4: Yes, which is because someone at one point said, "Yeah, I guess Americans do eat uh, chicken on Christmas," and then that took off. I mean, I,
3: <laughs> coming from a uh, traditionally German family, we it was usually more. Um, like sausage and ham on Christmas and Thanksgiving. Though oh, yes. there was occasionally chicken in there a little bit, but it was it was mostly like um sausage and like ham for that. But I I wouldn't I wouldn't say no to some chicken on Christmas. It
4: actually, yeah, but good. It's not traditional, I would argue. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I am positive all countries do this, where they're like, oh. They do this thing. All right, then I guess we're gonna be eating this now
1: do you for a little eat fun Turkey at, on Christmas. Yes, turkey is traditional. Ah, because our tradition is goose. We don't have a goop large.
4: We do have lots of geese. We don't farm geese, so it's ah. not really eaten as much. Yeah,
1: yeah We we do the uh, the uh, sausage and uh, sauerkraut and. Um, Mashed potatoes on the 24th and then the goose on the 25th.
0: sounds good. You've got an extended holiday.
1: See, in
2: my family, we always did, of course, traditional turkey on Thanksgiving. But then Christmas, Mm -hmm. we would usually have a turkey as well. um, But it was really more about ham. You would generally do a ham uh, at Christmas. And you would just have the turkey Mm -hmm. with the ham, but the turkey wasn't the main thing. But see, but we always got multiple meals because we would do Christmas Eve. we would have dinner at at my dad's parents, so we would do you know all of that. and then Christmas day we would did do dinner at my mom's parents. And so we had all of that there. So we got to you know multiple meals, but of course, that was back in the day mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. back in the day back. <laughs> uh, hey so i have a question all right fine I feel funny asking this since i am the oldest here but what are you what have you found that if you asked yourself 15 15 years ago there's no way in the world you would believe that you would find such a value or enjoyment in a thing or something that like a younger you would have thought that's Dumb. That's stupid. Why, that, why would anybody care about that? And now you're just like, you are so obsessed or into it.
4: Are you ready for the worst thing that I love right now?
2: I think I know your answer, but yes. Soap foamers. What? Yes.
4: We have soap oh, foamers. Vos. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's a big old button. You hit it, and you just get pre-foamed soap coming out of the, the sink. Oh, oh, it's it not is. what I
1: thought it is. Yes. Okay, never so mind.
4: You can so <laughs> um we dilute you can actually legitimately dilute your soap. Um it's like a five like a 1 to 5 ratio of soap to water. So you can so it lasts a lot 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 longer than just a regular bottle of soap. So now we're getting fancy nice smelling soap in the kitchen. We have a really nice um uh watermelon smelling soap and in the kitchen in the bathroom we have a very nice lemon scented soap and every time you just go clean, uh, wash your hands you get a really nice smell and it's really enjoyable
2: you're gonna be like 80 by the time you're you're like 40. <laughs> <laughs> i love my soap farmer you, you already sleep like an old man
4: I I fart like <laughs> an old man. I've killed people. I
0: fart <laughs> like an old man.
4: I I yeah. I, I have I've I've kicked been... my significant other out of the bedroom from a dead oh, sleep gagging. Oh it's oh, I can go bad.
2: That's not something yeah. to be proud of. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, no, I'd be proud of that. <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, you would. Yeah. I,
3: I'll admit, in my younger years, I've been known to clear rooms.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's just me and the Bobo, so he don't care. For me, one of the things is is my shopping habits have changed. Now, for the most part, I'm very I'm much a homebody. I go to work, I come home. And if I need to do some shopping, typically it's going to be someplace in between work and home. But on those, like, days off and I need to get something or whatever, but I find that other than, you know, mandatory food, you know, I'm not, like, going to electronic stores and bookstores and, you know, shopping at, like, you know, Spencer's Boutique, if those are even a thing. Like, you know, when you're young, like you're a teenager and stuff, you're going to look, oh, I'm going to go look at all these cool places, I'm going to go do these things. No. Like, I go to Harbor Freight. I go to Lowe's. You know? I might go, I, the, the one thing is I like going to thrift stores to buy, gar, you know, buy junk. You know, I don't, I do the most boring things, but that's what I enjoy. Like I can just walk around Harbor Freight for, you know, half an hour. And for anyone who doesn't know what a Harbor Freight is, it's basically, it's a hardware store that sells pretty much anything you can think of. That's, it's a miniature hardware store, but it sells like uh, tools and equipment and, and like automotive stuff and things, but it's like all imported stuff. So it's really, really cheap. It's not always the best quality, but it's very inexpensive, man. I can walk around there for an hour, just staring at stuff, be intrigued, looking at stuff that I'm, I really don't need. And I'm like, Oh, that's cool, man. I bet if I, I could use that sometime just, or walk around Lowe's looking at all the home improvement crap that I don't really need and probably won't know how to use these have become my fun shopping places to go now. Like I would rather do that than go hang out at like Best Buy or something like that. It, it just, it just makes, it's making, having a realization sometimes like that just makes me realize, well, you know, I guess I've become incredibly old and boring. I'm really thinking hard about the question.
0: I am as well.
1: And, um, I think I turned 40 when I, when I got to 221. Because I <laughs> I was never that, like how you described, you know, always visiting the fun places.
2: That wasn't me, really. Oh, you showed me pictures. Of what? <laughs> I've seen pictures. You've showed me fun pictures of you doing stuff in your youth.
1: Yeah. Probably
2: showed you like four pictures.
1: <laughs> you give me big goth vibes, so... <laughs> That was a phase, definitely. <laughs> yeah.
4: Okay. Well, accurate then. Listen, if you're in theater, you're either the goth or the anti-goth, and there's no in between.
0: <laughs> you know well, what? I, I don't I, doubt that.
1: I do you want better? I was not a black metal band. Um, <laughs> oh, perfect. That was before 21, though. <laughs> you were the bassist, right? Yep. A very important job in a black metal band, I can tell you. Yep. <laughs> it,
4: is that where you learned all of your audio stuff?
1: To just no. drown
4: everyone else out? <laughs> I,
3: can't, I can't hear anybody else except the guy on the bass guitar. Uh, he's, just, that. he's
4: just sitting right next to the speaker, like, turning
1: it slowly up. Yep, feedbacking, feedbacking, feedbacking.
3: <laughs> and now everyone's deaf.
2: <laughs> now that that's one thing you talk about next to the speaker and stuff. The one few thing that I think where I still, I do defy that is there's an old saying that if it's too loud you're too old, when it comes to your music, mm-hmm. my kids will be in the car with me and they will be like, dad, can you turn it down? Why is it so loud? I like it loud. Now it could be from partial, I may have some partial hearing damage from riding around, you know, with the, the heavy metal or the bass, you know, booming when I was a kid. Uh, But, man, I love the loud music. It does not bother me one iota. Yeah, definitely hearing damage. I mean, we all have it. (laughs) What?
1: I mean, I I applaud your kids for, um, you know, being like like that, saying, hey, can you please turn it down? We don't want to get hearing damage because that's something you don't fix, you know? So. You can fix it with technology. No, you cannot. It just makes it worse over time for uh, a small gain in the short term. As far as I understand it, there might be really good tech now, but from what I understand is it just, it's just a microphone that with the speaker pointed directly into your eardrum to basically amplify what's around you, to get past or stimulate the frequencies you still can hear to make you maybe be able to understand people again. By destroying yourself more. That, that's how I understand uh, hearing aids right now. I might
2: be wrong. There might be some cool new tech.
0: I man, I have no idea.
2: I could talk to all the uh, the audiologist that works next door to me.
0: You have to speak up. I can't hear you.
2: <laughs> you almost <laughs> got me.
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it uh. even better.
2: I think it's yeah. changed too, because like when I grow, when I was growing up. We listen to the music primarily in our car or in our stereo. That's where we primarily got our music. So we had to, if you had to get it like insanely loud to get it where it was like, you know, the omnipresent wave of music. But now everybody listens yeah. to it in their headphones. Yeah. So you don't have to get it as loud. And you've got sound uh, reduction. What's, its, what's the thing what is- where... Noise canceling no, noise noise can, yeah. technology and stuff. So you can block out everything else. You know, we had the, even when we did have headphones growing up, it was those piece of shit plastic things that with the, the little thin foam outside things like Star Lord had in the first ga- Guardians. Like that's what we had. Like you were, you were, you had to crank it just to hear the music over everything else in the world because it wasn't in any way, shape, or form directed at your ear with these tiny shit ass little tinny, uh, uh, speakers that were in there. And we were thankful, damn it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um
1: the, the next iteration of that tech was the, you know, the, the early ear earbuds that just kind of hung next to your ear on your uh, inner ear earlobe thing. And they sounded like shit. Mm-hmm. And to be able to get some bass out of them, you had to crank them up all the way. And that's where most of my hearing damage comes from. And
2: uh, yeah. I've got good ears. This is all your problem. <laughs> <laughs> give it time, youngster. Give it Do time. Do you go to concerts? No. Absolutely yeah. not. That sounds so terrible.
1: Your hearing is fine then. You 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 are you are good on that front. Yeah. Concerts will kill you.
3: Yeah. I've I've been to a couple concerts.
1: The the best advice I can give is uh, get um like custom made uh, hearing protection for going to, to concerts. Um, it'll not um, change the sound in, in any way. It'll just drop it by 60 decibels. Oh, just 60. It's enough. It's actually it's what you need <laughs> when you go just to, to to concerts like like I used to go to.
0: Oh, and those are metal concerts, too. So
1: yeah, they'll kill you.
0: That fun shit. Yeah, the mosh, the mosh is real.
4: So, are you ready for? Is everyone ready for a more real topic for getting older, or no? Oh no! (laughs) Okay. How are you guys making sure that you're not becoming more and more insular in terms of learning new things? Because this is not this got brought up before uh, to me on somewhere else, and now I'm like, oh, hang on, I need to make sure that I'm constantly like keeping up on technology, at least a little bit, so that way when I turn 80, I'm not going to go, why does my TV, why does it, can't my TV just play TV? Why does it need all of these other things attached to it? Because as you get old, older, your ability to process new technologies, new ideas, new everything does slow down on like a very physical level or a psychological level. And unless you're like actively participating in new things, suddenly you just keep going back to the old things over and over again. You don't go to new restaurants because you know your favorite restaurant already. And why would it change? I have my perfect soap. I'm not. So that, that means I'm going to be needing to stockpile it because the factory's shutting down in a month and I need a tub of it. Get out of my head, please.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, the specifically the soap thing. <laughs> you gotta break free of your
4: calcification as you get older. And your if you calcification. don't,
0: calcification.
4: <laughs> and if you don't, <laughs> you're gonna word. be listening to the same bands for the rest of your life because you don't know anything new. Stop and it. When you listen, you say that like
0: it's a bad thing.
4: <laughs> I do. I don't want to be that. I would like to like to know what the fuck a phone is and why you can't just call people on your phone. Why do you need all these extra
1: things? Well, I guess it's important to talk with people who experience new things and maybe you like them and maybe you don't, you know?
2: Yeah. I can definitely say that that's been happening or, or had started to happen to me a lot, particularly over the last 10 years where like, I don't know what the fuck is on TV anymore. If it's not in that very thin genre of things that I'm into, like if it's Star Wars, you know, comic book Star Trek, those things I'm up on, you know, because I keep in those, you know, that that's in my yeah. pop culture wheelhouse. Yeah. Right. But other than like regular television, I don't even have TV. Um, regular television, I really don't know what's in the movies if it's not in one of those genres. I couldn't tell you anybody that's on the radio right now outside of Taylor Swift, just because, but she, that's just because she pops up in pop culture everywhere. So I'm aware of her. I don't know what any of her music is anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely for me getting to that point where, you know, I like what I like and this new stuff, I don't understand it. So I just don't engage. Don't with give it. it
4: the time of the day. Yeah. Well, I'm right there with you.
2: <laughs> but mm-hmm. that being said, since I joined the Ox. And and I am gonna say this that part of it is because the oxcuse I think younger. At least for my demographic, I, I'm definitely oh, probably in the in the mm-hmm. upper upper age bracket. Um, yeah. For the most part, like when we're all hanging out and we're talking, recording the pod, it never occurs to me for the most part that there's really an age gap. It's just us hanging out, just talking, being nerds and or what have you. But. I do get exposed to new things. you know you guys I know it sounds funny, but you do you know you'll say something like, What's that?" or "I don't know about that or "I haven't seen that. And you know you'll send me a link or you'll describe it. And so I have been having my my borders expanded, my ideas. you know I've found things that I wasn't previously aware of that i've you know I've been reading books, Jay, that you recommended. I've mm-hmm. watched movies that you've uh, that you guys have recommended. Uh, it's because of you. Uh, talking with you guys that I read uh Kill Six Billion Demons. Um oh, it's so beautiful. Maestro too. I and... really like the the Guado apes now. You you know that's you turned me on to a band that is right up my alley that I had never heard of. From the so, childhood. I, I I think it's I think that what Maestro said you you've got to put yourself out there and continue to allow yourself to be exposed to some new things. And it's, there's, some, there's some unusualness and scary, like sometimes you guys start talking about memes and games and things, and I'm just like, wait, I got no idea what this stuff is. So I just ask, hey, what is that? Or I don't know what that is. Um, and sometimes I look at it and say, mm, yeah, that's not for me. And other times I look at it and say, oh, okay, I get that. That's kind of cool. Um, but I do think you're right. I think there, we, you do need to keep exposing yourself to new stuff, because that's how you continue to grow as a person. And if you stop growing, your worldview becomes, to borrow the word that you used, calcified. You no long you only see the world in one way. And I think that makes it where you no longer can identify, communicate and relate, you know, to what eventually is going to be the next generations. you know the as and so you do get the that you know that separation. I've said it before, you know, most of the time when I'm hanging out with you guys and, and stuff, it makes me feel younger. And I don't think of myself as like, I, don't, I still don't think of myself as a grown up most days. Um, mm. But mm. it, it does, it, it, it keeps me interested in doing new things and trying new things instead of just getting so set in my ways. So I, I, I do agree with you, Dre. I do think it's important to, to put yourself out there. You know, and and that being said, I think it's also important the other way around for you young whippersnappers, you know, to occasionally listen to what, you know, us old farts have to say. Even though we're usually wrong. Except about music. (laughs) 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 Yeah, because I've
4: been feeling that with uh, role playing games where I'm not as interested in the new thing. I just want to go play the, the thing I've been playing before. I don't need a new game. I've got I've had plenty of the the stuff that I want to do. And so I need to force myself to be like, "All right, no, we're going to just learn a new thing and it's going to be fucking weird and let's have fun." Yeah, I just need to actually work on it. I'm kind of terrible at
0: trying a lot of new stuff.
4: To be clear, it sucks. Yeah. Like there's no way around it. It's going to suck and it but that's the point of it. Yeah, otherwise the other option is to never do anything again like
1: yeah there's
0: just things that i really enjoy you know i mean that's it's not like i'm open to new things in general it's just a matter of just not a lot of new things i'm inclined to try you know
2: yeah yeah it's not like you have to stop doing the things that you enjoy you know it's just that you you have to be open-minded and willing to at least be exposed to some new stuff Mm-hmm. because it will expand your horizons and you will surprise yourself sometimes. Um, one of my kids, you know, every now and then, will just say, hey, I, I heard this and this sounds like something I think you would like. And she'll shoot me a song or send me a link to a band or something. And some of it, I listen, and I'm like, eh, but, you know, I've found some stuff that I really do like. And, you know, for me, I'm... I'm a bit of a hermit. Um, I'm not very good at peopling. I have to people in my job all day. So I don't like to go out and socialize that much. So it's been, it's really been great for me uh, to interact, to be exposed, to try new stuff. You know, Jay, I've said it a hundred times before, but you convinced me to buy a rice cooker. I love my rice (laughs) cooker. I love my rice cooker. And, Uh. You have slowly been altering, ch- chipping away the rough edges <laughs> of my very narrow culinary, <laughs> uh, you know, experience. And it's, again, it's not that it's stuff that I wasn't open to trying or interested in trying. It's just I wasn't really being exposed and not, you know, encouraged, if it, for lack of a better word. So I have, you know, been branching out and stuff. You know, like later this week, I'm going to make some uh, shawarma. Ooh,
4: nice, interesting. So very nice.
2: Uh, how is what sauce game are you going to be going on? I'm probably just going to go very bare and do the, okay. uh, you know, the, what's it, the uh, tzatziki sauce?
4: Tzatziki sauce, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm probably just going to go very bare, that roasted garlic hummus, maybe. Mm.
4: Yeah. Um, my fiance and I, we, we have uh, found our two sauces that we like. I like garlic sauce. Mm, she likes tzatziki sauce. And those are it. Why not both? And I'm like Yeah, no, they're both really good. Yeah. So I'm not like complaining or anything, but yeah. Yeah, hummus.
3: I'll I'll be honest, hummus in my family does not last very long, especially between me, is my dad, good. and my older sister. It it is very good. That and um oh what's the what's the other one? Spinach dip. That you you get those two things in my house they will not last till the end of the week.
2: Mm. Okay, now we're oh, sliding yeah. into Foodcast 4.
1: <laughs> of course. <laughs> it it always do, slides into food. I think
4: it's a fair thing in this situation. Because, like, a, like we were talking about before, you have to expand your wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. And I'll be honest, I need to start getting better about eating what I consider gross stuff. I need to start trying out Ophel. I should probably try out a blood
2: sausage that I go, ugh, I don't want mm. to do that. Um, I'll try blood sausage. I don't even like sausage.
1: It doesn't taste like blood. That's the good part.
4: Yeah, but like, uh, I have eaten so little blood in my life that I go, ugh, I don't want to try it. That seems gross. <laughs> um, I I need to figure out and start eating oysters. Like, at least give it a try.
2: I have found that as, a, as an adult, there's a lot of foods that I absolutely formed opinions of when I was a kid that I enjoy quite a bit now. Like as a kid, mm-hmm. I hated hot dogs. I enjoy. I really like a good hot dog now.
4: Nice chili dog.
2: Mm. Oh, I don't even. It's just a reg, just a hot dog. Just just a little bit of mm-hmm. un, mustard, onions. That's fine if it's a if it's a good like not crap, but like like a good yeah. nice all beef hot dog. Excellent. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Now, granted, I was I was never that super picky of an eater, but I, I know what you mean. Where I find myself being a little bit more open-minded to trying some stuff again that I didn't when I was younger because I have different tastes. The, the biggest thing I've noticed as I've gotten older is I love things spicier. Spicier and hot.
4: Mm. More That's and more, one of the things it. that I am the same way, and I am happy to calcify around eating spicy things. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I made a delicious, nice uh, chicken soup with some like some uh, bratwursts for a sausage. Um, with some bacon and I was like, I need hot sauce in this thing. I don't care. It's delicious now.
2: Yeah, the only thing is as you get older, as the stuff gets hotter, your body doesn't like it as much. Yeah, it tastes great. I... It's, it's simply... the next day. Yeah. Oh yeah. Spicy twice. Yeah. <laughs> Spicy going in and coming out. I will have to remember that for later, and I will continue to not care. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that, yep, yep.
4: that's that's the wit that we know.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He like, yeah, like oh, yes, I is
2: can is see. Gonna... Yeah, 20 years from now uh Jay is like I I like my spicy damn it and I'm willing to take the hemorrhoids with it. <laughs> <laughs> it just
1: means you have more time to read on the toilet.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's like yep. 30 years from now, Jay, or, um, where it's just like, oh, it. I don't care if I'm basically feeding thermite to
4: my intestines.
3: I still <laughs> like
4: it. <laughs> uh, it just means I have to eat it earlier in the day. That way I don't have to wake up in the middle of the night and take care of things.
1: See, there's a solution to everything. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> I was imagining just timing it out and being like, okay, I'm going to wake up at 3 and just eat some uh, peppers and then go back to sleep. Because then, when I get to work, I just have to go to the toilet for like thirty minutes. This
2: is the way. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of sitting, that is one of the things that I have found, especially once I had kids, that I never understood. As, a, as you know, when I was young, you know, your little kid, teenager, whatever. Anytime you get together with family or what have you, what are all the old old people doing? Just sitting around. They're just sitting around. Just just sitting around. I never understood that. I'm like, why are they just sitting around? That's so boring. Like we wanted to run around and play and do stuff. Man, I can't tell you the absolute bliss of just sitting down and not having anything to do and not having anywhere you need to be in the immediate time. Just just, to just sit, right?
0: That is pretty nice.
2: Yep. Yep. Oh, yep. It is something that you can't explain to young you. It's like, no, 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 there will come a day that you'll just like, like I'll just like, for no apparent reason, I'll just go out in the backyard, I'll sit in one of my little Adirondack chairs, even if I don't have a fire at the fire, just kind of sit and just like, huh. <sighs> yeah. Oh.
1: Best part about visiting my, my parents is, you know, when we get the the grill going, we just, you know, my, my dad and I, we, we just sit there, we crack open a beer and then just sit, watch birds, talk. Nothing to do. Just wait for the 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 colds to get hot, I guess.
0: Just shit and enjoy the world around you,
3: yeah.
1: Yeah. Also very, very peaceful village. It's, it's very nice. It's just it's just very nice. Just birds singing.
3: Just sitting there and enjoying the moment. Yep. Yeah. That's and that's probably why every time we would go fishing, my dad's like, Alright, be quiet, or you're gonna scare the fish away. And then, <laughs> and then I realized later in life, it's like, wait a minute. He doesn't want me to he doesn't want me to talk just because it'll scare the fish away. He he wants me to sit there and enjoy what's going on, and I've I've definitely gotten more of a, of an appreciation of that of spending time with my grandparents and or just time with family in general. I I will
0: say, coming from a place of dealing with a lot of anxiety and uh, things, uh, being able to just sit. And just taking the world around you can be an incredibly calming and relaxing thing, and it's something I still struggle with, but it's it's nice to when you get in that mindset it it really helps just kind of take the pressure off of things
3: be able to have that time to put everything in, into perspective. yeah, it helps it helps quite a lot.
0: I guess that's the whole thing with being an old man is just that sort of perspective on things, having that wisdom to slow down and just take things in.
2: You you said something there, Crispy, that I was actually thinking about today when you said that with that time and and wisdom gaining a perspective. And I was thinking about that too, about you know, how has my perceptions and perspective of of things changed as I've gotten older? And I realized something that I feel like has been a real shift in me, particularly in the last twenty years, is you know, the the typical, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? The stereotype of the old person is like, you know, you know, everything is shit now, you know, it was better back in my day. And like, you know, these, this, the world's going to, you know, hell in a handbasket. And I realized that I don't really feel that way at all. I've always been a bit cynical and certainly pessimistic um, about things and, 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 People in general, it's weird. I can always be very optimistic about a person, but I was always pessimistic and cynical about people. But as I've gotten older, I find I've become way more optimistic about things, particularly the future. And I think it's because you know I've seen a lot of heinous shit. We don't have to name it all, but you know we we've seen a lot of really bad stuff, personally, domestically, um, in the world, and no matter how bad things were with time have just kind of got the perspective of, yeah, we got through that and we bounced back, you know, we persevered and life moves on. And yes, those were awful. And certain people will carry things for that, you know, carry trauma from that. And certain people have bigger loss, but as a people, we carry on and we keep moving on and we endure and we overcome and it just kind of gave me this base level understanding of like, we're going to just keep going on. Bad stuff's going to happen. Bad stuff has always happened. Bad stuff will always continue to happen, but we'll get past it and we'll move on. And so it's just, it's made me just understand that, you know, it's made it easier to roll with the punches with stuff like that. But the other thing that I'm really excited about, and I remember very when this occurred to me, I was walking with my youngest a few years ago, they were only, I think, 11 at the time. And we were just walking about the neighborhood and I, was, and I was listening to them talk about their friends and their worldview and stuff. And I just looked at them just like, you know, I can't wait until the day comes when your generation is the one running things. Because, you know, you've got that, the, the millennials, you've got the Gen Zs and then whatever that generation after Gen Z is going to be, where these are are people that were brought up in a much more inclusive and a much more accepting environment of differences of other people. They, they don't have a lot of those baked in old prejudices and preconceptions that some of the, some of our older generations, even mine still had. And it makes me excited to see what kind of changes are they going to bring to the world? You know, what kind of things are they going to, you know, what kind of better society are they going to create? Am I going to understand all of it? Hell no. But I'm excited to in, in a positive light to see what kind of good things they will do. What positive changes are they going to bring um, that maybe my generation hasn't been able to affect and do? So I guess maybe that's kind of a, a, the odd perspective that I feel like I have that a lot of people my age and, and older just seem to to go the other direction whereas i don't i just keep seeing getting more excited about seeing where the younger people do things although i do th- do think that you know TikTok should be burned in flames
0: oh yeah i agree with you on that sentiment because i don't think anything comes out of there um but yeah i i, I like that perspective i i really do because you know it, I mean, you and I have kind of had this conversation the past couple of days about things just, you know, in regards to perspective on, on it. And I think that's a really important takeaway is that, you know, a lot of it comes down to perspective. And there's actually people younger, I've met younger than me, that seem to have a more cynical view of the world than some old people. You know, I I, I think that you're onto something there with it where, you know, when you get to a certain age with things, you really get a... uh sort of an understanding of just how the world has been or just from your own experiences. And it, it kind of just, it gives you sort of an understanding about the way things are. I mean, you know, good or bad happening. It's, it's stuff that nothing new under the sun, as they say, where it's stuff that we've been through before and will probably continue to deal with, you know, for a long time after, but, Having that wisdom to know of how to navigate through that, I think, is really what comes with age. You know, not getting so worked up or worried about everything going on and just knowing that, you know, as bad things can be, there's also plenty of good and it'll eventually balance out one way or another.
2: You just you learn to to try to look more on the macro and less of the micro.
4: Yeah. And also paying attention to what Like matters at the very, very end of the day.
0: Yes, absolutely. You can get worried about whatever's on the news all you want, or just things people talk about. But in the the day, it's about
4: what you come home to. You know. So I do have a quick, short story about this. Then go on. Um, my sister uh, recently purchased a house. Um, or yeah, something like that, and. They, my dad was down there. Uh, he was trying to help fix it up, make sure everything's good. They installed brand new flooring, brand new cabinets, and they were they uh, they recently redid some of the piping. And so they they went downstairs and they turned on the the water for the house, and then water started seeping up through the ground, through the brand new flooring, and my sister started freaking out because oh no. And my dad was just, are you okay? Yes, I'm okay. Is your baby okay and your husband okay? Yes. Okay, then everything else will work out. And making sure to understand the base of what truly matters at the end of the day and what the core important things are Mm -hmm. really helps ground everything back.
2: Very true. Very true, yeah. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tag on something which you talked about earlier, Jay, when you talked about of how you how do you as you age do you not insulate yourself so that you can continue to to grow and get and not get stuck. I think finding those small little moments of joy, and in the new things, in that and experiencing new stuff, there there's. There's a great value in that when you, instead of eating the same three meals every week, when you try that new thing that you really enjoy, right? There, there's something new and exciting about that. When you hear that new song that you've never heard before that you actually enjoy, when you read that book that you never would never have read if you hadn't, you know, been, you know, or when you try that new thing, all those tiny little joys that you can get make a big difference in your overall life, you know, how you feel about life. And just like you said, if you are stuck in that one little box and you stay in that little box, what happens if you lose one of those things that are important to you and you have no new things to replace it? You just start chiseling away at your soul. And so you got to keep one you got to keep got to keep putting little little good bits of manna into into your soul as many as you can. Because, as you said, at the end of the day, when one if you lose one of those pillars for whatever reason, you got to have something else to prop it up to take its place. well said, yeah,
4: yeah. Would we like to end the episode here?
0: Yeah, I'm running out of steam, much <laughs> much in vain with the podcast theme. <laughs>
4: I could do this, this is all good. day. This is oh, gonna yeah, be
1: something to think about now. Holy shit, yeah, yeah no right.
4: yeah. The, I. Yeah. I heard um, another podcast where they mentioned and they talked about this, and I was like, oh, no. Ah, this is perfect, and oh, no, this is a real big thing. Okay. Get some mm-hmm. deep thinking in here. hmm Oh, yeah. I am not a big, deep thinker. I just listen to people who are. That's all, that is all I can claim. I just listen a lot. Put more deep thinking than I do. I'll say mm-hmm. that. I just listen to different things than you do. That's fair.
0: I could talk for hours about graphic design. Speaking of which, graphic design podcast next. On the, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'll not? talk
0: to you about turning.
2: I just want to talk about the Star Wars.
0: Stars War. Eventually. Soon, War of yeah. the
2: Stars.
0: Yes. Oh, we got to watch that edit.
2: Yes, yes, we do. Yes, we do. Watch Party. Yep. All right. I think it's yep.
4: on the list. Perfect. We, we do not have a list. I have a list. Oh,
1: you do? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Someone's erasing
4: the, the list. list. Yeah, okay. there's
1: a, it's stopped, but it is now. It's on the list.
4: So, um, are there any final thoughts before I close this out?
3: Remember, kids, you only got one set of ears. Take care of them.
2: Can't stay young forever, but they can't make you grow up.
4: Amen. My thought is get good shoes, please. Lift right, don't mess up the oh,
2: back. We didn't even talk about buying comfortable shoes. Mm. Oh no! I'm bad at it.
4: I need uh, someone to come in and tell me all of my shoe woes. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm simple. I just have like six pairs of Chuck Taylor All Stars. That's what I oh. I was Plasty. gonna say. I, I'm just buying, I, I bought trucks twenty years ago, I'm buying trucks now. Why should? I, why should it change? <laughs> they work. <laughs> <laughs> you also wear the same outfit every single day. It's the only one I have
2: oh god
1: (laughs) it's the one that makes me not be seen on stage okay we will continue Um, this forever yes we will much like an old man topic
4: (laughs) yeah Yeah. yeah. so this has been the Ox Unplugged goodbye everybody eat your prunes well listening to that made me older